everybody. Welcome back to the Pub Trivia Experience. My name is Chris. And tonight, oh my lord, tonight, 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 I have a feeling this is going to be a really fun game in which the boys get their asses kicked. Um, It's a Battle of the Sexes episode tonight. It is going to be Mike... And Chris taking on my lovely wife, Leah, and Mike's amazing wife, Nikki. She's lovely, too. I know, but I got yelled at last (laughs) recording for using the word lovely and for someone other than my wife. So I'm not trying to do that because I don't want what I don't want. I don't want the hate mail and the vitriol. (laughs) I don't need it. That's my adjective. I can't believe you're giving it to other people. I know. I apologize. Uh, Oh, snap. Um. But we've got Nikki and Leah taking on Chris and Mike in a game that I can only describe as a friend television show slaughter. So before we get into the game, let's introduce everybody to your people that are playing. You know me. My name is Chris. Leah, how are you and what are you drinking? Um, I'm doing very well today. Today's been a good day. Um, I'm drinking water. Because it's like a thousand degrees outside. Sometimes you just need to stay hydrated. So water is it for me. Oh, it's so hot out. It's so damn hot. Although we're, we talk about hot and then our, our person hosting tonight's hosting from Mesa, Arizona. So she's going to school us in what hot weather is. Right. But but not the humid. That's like dry heat. This is humid heat. And it's yeah. been raining all day. So it's been extra steamy. That's true. It's very sticky outside. Um, I have got myself uh, a bottle of, I think I've had this on the show before, but it's my Elijah Craig single barrel. Uh, it is a private barrel for the Corona Cigar Company. I got it at a Davidoff right here in Tampa. Um, they have some really great private barrels. I think I bought like five, four or five last time I was there. I don't even know. My, my selection over there is just growing faster than I can drink it. But I am mixing it with a little bit of diet ginger ale. I had it straight to start, but now it's a little bit of diet ginger ale and it's delicious. But let's pass this over to the good old folks in Huntsville, Alabama. Mike, Nikki, how are you and what's in your glass? Um, We're doing good. I'm drinking uh, Merlot. I, I don't even remember what bottle. It was um, Sterling. Sterling. Vintner's Collection. Vintner's Collection Merlot. It's doing the trick, you know. <laughs> I, opened it, I opened it pretty early. We've had some... Uh, We've had rampage of F- toddlers. Fun, fun with toddlers. Yeah, it's 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 been toddler meltdown city today. So <laughs> I was kind of ready to open a second bottle, <laughs> but I'm just I'll sticking say, to the first right now. I'll say this: we went to uh, the Sterling Winery. It's out of uh, is it? It's out of uh, Napa, California. I don't know if it's Napa mm-hmm. or is it is it Paso Rosa? It's one of those two. I don't know. I wasn't with you. No, um, but I went there. I had <laughs> their their cab is amazing. They have an amazing cab that I, I absolutely fell in love with. Whenever I see it, I will buy a bottle. But I imagine their Merlot is great, but I can't drink Merlot because whenever I do, I just think of uh, Paul Giamatti screaming, we're not drinking Merlot. Right. Yeah, I but, feel bad for Merlot because of that movie. It got like a really bad rep, but Merlot is actually yeah. like probably one of my favorites. What, I, what I've actually found, Chris, is that I, I had the same thing for a very long time and only recently... Because Nikki loves Merlot so much, have I started drinking it a lot again? And I think I might actually prefer it to Cab in some such in some contexts. Oh, so I have no problem with Merlot. It's it's a delicious wine. Um, 
I just don't. Oh, I think it every time. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah, but every time you drink it, you're like, get him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I just, I, but, um, I don't drink wine enough to even try anything other than Malbec or Cabernet Sauvignon. So I love, and I only do that because I like to say Sauvignon. Sauvignon. Mike, you texted me earlier today, giddy as a schoolgirl seeing her crush for the first time. What is in your glass or can? <laughs> So I actually had a little trouble deciding exactly which beer to bring to the party because I got I got a couple that are uh, I was going to bring a different one, uh, but it's a imperial stout and it's a it has been a pretty warm day. So instead, I brought uh, a uh, passion fruit IPA. It's called Days. It's from the Ghost Train Brewing Company, which is out of somewhere, Alabama. I forget where Birmingham. Most of them are out of Birmingham if they're not out of Huntsville, it seems like. Uh, it is a New England-style double IPA. Uh, let's pop this bad boy open and see how I did. And oh, that's good. That's super refreshing. Mm. That's really good. Yeah, this is uh, this is very... I, I swear these double IPAs seem to go down easier than this <laughs> than the just regular IPAs, which is scary. Yeah, still not an IPA guy, but hey, to each their own. Nope. I hear you. You have any? Is that the only thing you're drinking tonight? Or do you got something else for when we start getting our asses kicked? Um, I actually, I, this is the only thing I have with me right now because it's in a, it's in a larger can. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a it's a 16 ounce can instead of a 12 ounce. Uh, and I, like I said, it's a double. And I did dip into some of the Merlot earlier, so. <laughs> um, but I do ha- I do have some other beers uh, handy just in case I need them. We're so. gonna we're gonna need them, but I have seen you drink. Or try to drink larger beers, and you could be good for a couple hours. So let's, uh... oh man, all of our listeners have already heard and seen that. But tonight, everybody, we are joined by Mrs. Kylie Diggs out in Mesa, Arizona, the owner of Brainwave Trivia. She's been on the show a few times before. Kylie, what are you drinking? And tell us what we're in for tonight. Hi, yeah, thank you for having me back. I'm really excited, um, especially for tonight's theme quiz. Uh, to start, I am drinking my usual, which I've had uh, both the last two times that I've been on with you guys, and that is a Scotch and Diet Coke with some Johnny Red. Uh, it's my go-to. And uh, over the weekend, uh, last weekend, I tried some Mai Tais, some canned Mai Tais that I saw as an impulse buy on an end cap at Target, and I thought, why do I drink anything but scotch and Coke? Because that's always delicious and these are weird. So, uh, yeah, stay away from the impulse buy end cap alcohol. It's never a good idea. For the record, Mike, um, I called it. Yeah, totally. So tonight uh, we are going to be doing a Friends-themed quiz. Um, I think uh, you mentioned I do have a book about Friends trivia. It's called Could There Be Any More Trivia? A a quiz book about friends that's available on Amazon. So all of the questions that you're going to hear tonight, I will tell you are not in that book because I know you guys have a copy, I think. So (laughs) I didn't want to do any repeats in case there was, uh, you know, foul play on that score. (laughs) Uh, We've got a a pretty standard format, I think, from uh, that you guys are familiar with. We'll start with a warm up where uh, each question is worth two points. Then we'll have four rounds of four questions each with a midpoint and then a final uh, final round for some wagering. So if you guys are ready, we can uh, jump right in. 
I just want to say that I love it that you wrote an entire book about friends trivia and you were you still have enough questions to make up an entire game beyond that. I mean, that's just phenomenal. I think she has enough questions to write another book. <laughs> well, that's probably that's probably true too. I do indeed. All right, so um, let's get into the warm up round. Um, who's going to go first? Do you guys do a coin toss or uh, just pick? Uh, we'll let ladies go first. All right. Oh, that's nice of you. <laughs> very gentleman. My, might as well never have a lead. <laughs> so your warm-up category um, is Friends episode titles. Ooh. So Friends episode titles follow naming conventions like the one with or the one where. Often, one of the characters' names is part of the title. So I'm going to read you an episode title and put a blank in where the name of the character is. You tell me which of the six friends fills in the blank. So Ooh, you've got I a one out of six that. shot here. This is going to be great. <laughs> I love that. That's so cool. All right. So um, Leah and Nikki, your first one is the one where blank sings. Oh, God. Um, okay. Well, I've never heard, I don't remember Chandler ever singing. I don't remember Ross ever singing. I no. I mean, the only ones I remember. I mean, obviously Phoebe, but I mean, could have been one of the first episodes where she sings, or was there one other one that? Although didn't Ra- oh Rachel sang at the wedding one. Remember she sang like that Lola's oh, a showgirl. She did the the Coca- that? Co- and then she Copacabana. She had to do like karaoke. Yeah, she so she did Copacabana. Oh, sorry, yeah, that yeah. One, at that one, and that was the it was the season. Two finale, I think. So I don't know if that's what they would name the title on for a finale. The only other time yeah. I'm really remembering like a standalone singing is in one of the later seasons with um Mike uh Paul Rudd. Um he had like a karaoke not a karaoke bar. He was playing like piano at like a karaoke bar kind of place. And I know Monica got up and sang, and they couldn't get her off the stage and kept singing, and everyone kept clapping for her because she wasn't wearing a bra, and she thought people were clapping because she was really good, so she couldn't get off the stage because she just kept mm-hmm. singing. Um, that was, like, a later season. So I'm – it's it's probably yeah. either Rachel I mean, I know or Monica. Have, I know what you're – yeah. I, I'm not as good with the later seasons, but I know what episode – I mean, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know, yeah, what that – which one the title would be? Right. My but only yeah, concern right. with the, the Rachel one is wouldn't be. Yeah, that that'd be my only logic why because, that's not yeah, the one. I would say uh, Monica's probably a good guess. Okay. Cuz yeah, I'm trying to rack my brain. I can't think of anything else. Yeah. So what are you guys going to go with? Yeah. <laughs> okay. okay. Am I go with Monica? Yeah, let's just go with Monica. I'm okay if we're wrong on it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and the episode in question is the one where Monica sings. Oh, thank she God. Was at a karaoke piano bar with uh, Paul Rudd's character, and people were clapping for her, not because her voice was great, but because the spotlight on the stage made her shirt see-through. Nice. All right, Chris and Mike, you guys get the one where blank crosses the line. Oh, Lord. Um, Okay. Good grief. So characters that would have crossed a line... um, I don't think it's Phoebe. I don't think it's Joey because they're like the the fan favorites. I don't remember them ever having like uber serious. Like, right. They're not the uber serious storyline people. Um, does Chandler ever do anything that pisses off Monica? Not that I can 
think of. No, I mean, he crossed the line with Joey's girlfriend. Oh, yeah. Um, with, uh, with, um. Did, didn't, didn't, didn't Joe, Joey say the line is a dot? Like, you crossed the line. The line is a yes, dot to you. Yes. Right? Cross so, the line. You're so far past line, you can't even see the line. The line is a dot that, to you. I'm, that's right. That's you right. You want to go with Chandler? So that, I think Chandler's probably a good guess. Let's, we'll lock in Chandler. You guys are exactly right. He kissed Kathy and he crossed the line. Good job. I love Kathy. I did too. Couldn't have, pull, couldn't have pulled up her name, but. <laughs> I know the actress. I couldn't pull the actual character's name. Right, exactly. All right. The ladies get the one with Blank's Award. Blank's Award. I mean, I want to go Joey because Joey. No, he didn't. Mm, no, he didn't win the award. I was thinking at the soap opera, the soapy awards, but he didn't win. You have a teammate. You can ask her a, opinion, too. He was too. just a presenter. I know. I'm, I'm just trying to I can't. Up. I am so distracted by this. Sorry. I'm sorry. We can turn it off. Yeah. I just wanted the football game on. Sorry. I meant, can you repeat the question? Sure. It's the one with Joey. Oh, no. I gave it away. Sorry. <laughs> Joey, we're going to go with Joey. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. sorry. I'm sorry. I'm that one. That I'm going to cut that one out. Game on and I got distracted. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. No points for um, you. We're ready for ours. <laughs> all right. So, do you? I'm so sorry. Do you want me to give you guys a new one? We'll just cut that whole section because I've got multiple of these. Yeah. Let's sure. Just give them another yeah, one. You can just give us all right. a new one. Yes. Sorry. All right. So, the ladies will get the one where blank smokes. Oh, Chandler, right? It's either going to be Chandler or Rachel. Um, oh, was it Rachel? Yeah, because, well, Chandler, I know he was trying to quit smoking. Right. Um, and that's a whole plot. He, of, yeah, that was a whole big plot line, but I don't know if there, I mean, did Rachel smoke in another episode? She, well, there was one that they were trying to get her, well, she's, yeah, it was with coworkers where she went out oh, and right, that right, thing, right, but right. I don't know if that was a big enough plot to to name a title. Yeah, um, I mean, I know the Ch- the Chandler smoking was a was, a, was yeah. a plot point for a little while. That was a few episodes, right? I would say that that's the the safer way to go. Because okay. I'm even trying to remember I, if Rachel actually even smoked or if she just went out there and pretended to smoke or if I don't even remember. Yeah, um, yeah. Let's just go with Chandler. Okay. All right. So you lock in with Chandler, who did smoke in several episodes, right, but the episode title is actually the one where Rachel smokes. It was when she uh, started a new job and wanted to fit in with her smoker co-workers. All right, so the guys will get the one with Blank's inappropriate song. Um, Mike, the only thing that comes to mind as far as like an inappropriate song is the song that Phoebe does uh, at the, the library or something like that. Oh gosh, yes! Oh my gosh, I forgot about that. But yeah, like, where she sings to the kids. And at the end of the episode, uh, one of the kids comes back. Is this? Is, are you the lady that tells the truth when they're singing? Like, guys, I found her. Oh. Right. <laughs> I, yeah, that's that sounds right to me. I remember that at least. So I don't think I can't think of anyone else with an inappropriate song. There's the argument over the inappropriate joke. So I mean, I'm yeah. I'm good to go, Phoebe. I mean, really, Ross's entire musical output is inappropriate, but probably not in the context that they're meeting. So, very true. Yeah, we'll we'll lock in Phoebe. Phoebe did sing a lot of inappropriate songs, but the person in question who sang an inappropriate song was Ross. He sang oh, "Baby, Baby Got, Got Back", back oh. in order to soothe his daughter Emma. Damn oh it. my gosh! I 
That's right. Yeah. My bad. I just, right. I, I sing inappropriate things to our daughter all the time. They were like, like singing it to get her Emma to sleep. Right, exactly. Right. Like not, but just because, you know, she's so young, it's not not a big deal. <laughs> like I, I, I played Abby like music from the Velvet Underground and different things like that when she was a kid. It didn't matter. You still do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> all right, Leah and Nikki, your next one is the one where Blank takes a bath. Oh, that's got to be Chandler. Because they have the bubble bath and they give him his manly oh, boat. Oh, that's right. Because he 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 went, didn't had never taken a bubble bath yeah. or didn't like bubble baths or something like that. I can't think of any and, other bath. Yeah, because then he ended up loving it and like staying in it. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, right. I think we're gonna go with Chandler. Well, I'm taking your boat now. You're just a girl in a tub. Yeah, that's th- those kind of jokes wouldn't make it on TV these days. But no. whatever. <laughs> You guys are correct. It is the one where Chandler takes a bath. And for the guys, you guys get the one where Blank moves in. Uh, Kylie, real quick, did you say at the beginning of this that there this is only for the core six? So it's exactly yes. Okay, so it's not Eddie. It's not the one where Eddie moves in. Right. No, but but Ross um, moves in with Jay, with Joey and Chandler. Well, it, it could. So it could be. Um... It could be when Chandler moved in with Monica. It could be when, um, well, let's see. Okay. So, uh, here's who I know. Because Phoebe, yeah. Phoebe moved out and Rachel moved in. Yeah, but that was, she with, was living there the, right after the first episode. Phoebe had been moved right, out for so, a while. So it wouldn't, be the, it wouldn't be that early. Exactly. That's what I was thinking. No, so. but there is the episode where Rachel and Phoebe are moves living in together. with Joey. Well, Rachel then, moved in with Joey. Rachel moved in with Joey because they burned down Phoebe's house. And then she just right, never but I'm just I'm just saying, like in turn, I'm just trying to think of characters that moved into places. No, but here's my concern with Rachel and Phoebe is um, the one where Rachel and Phoebe move in uh, is they move in at the same time. So Rachel moves in with Joey the same time Phoebe moves in with Monica, and then Rachel just never leaves. Um, I do think maybe our better answer is Ross when he gets uh, when he's on sabbatical. Um. And he has to live with Joey and Chandler. After oh, that's right. After oh, that's Emily's great, that's... nephew or something like that takes the house away after the wedding disaster. So my best right. guess is Ross. No, I like I like that choice. Ross is correct. The one where Mo- Ross moves in and he brings his air purifier. <laughs> <laughs> he has to chip in on the filters. We are all using it after all. Oh lord. <laughs> Poor Ross. All right, uh, ladies, your next one is the one where Blank hates PBS. It's uh, Phoebe, because that's the whole plot where she hates it because she wrote to Sesame Street and after her oh, mom commits suicide yep. and they never wrote her back and she yep. Yep. is trying to find a selfless good deed in the whole episode. So it's got to be Phoebe. Yeah. Locked in, Phoebe. You are correct. Phoebe hates PBS. Nice job. Sesame Street rules. <laughs> Lord. I do like it still holds up. Sesame Street's really Absolutely, good. yeah. Abby never got into it though. It's like down low for a while. It's true. All right, Chris and Mike, your next one is the one with Blank's Thunder. Oh my god. Um, was it wasn't it wasn't it Monica whose thunder got stolen? You stole my thunder. 
Um, right? Yeah, because Rachel was kissing Ross in the hallway, and she made the joke, that's why you kissed him in the Uber private hallway or something like that. So like, it was Monica's Ross, Monica's Thunder. Was right. it when they got engaged or when they were getting married? I don't even remember. I could. I legitimately did not remember the context of when her thunder was stolen. I just remember her saying that her thunder had got stolen. So I was. I don't know if any other character had thunder. No. Let's go, Monica. I think that's our best bet. Okay. And you guys are right. Monica and Chandler got engaged, and Rachel felt sad, so she asked for a bonus night with Ross and kissed him in the super secret hallway where no one ever goes. <laughs> that's right. The one where he starts playing with his hands, like you were really good at the hand stuff, and he's like, like this. The yeah, whole time. he kept showing her <laughs> his hands, trying to seduce her. <laughs> All right, totally Leah works. and Nikki, your last one in the warm-up round is the one with blanks. Dirty day. What kind of dirty day? Oh, 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 um, 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 oh, I think this is an early one. I think it might have been, oh, I don't know if that would be considered dirty. But I know Joey has a, um audition, I think maybe with Charlton Heston. And he, like, went fishing or something and came back and had oh, to practice his lines and didn't get to shower. So he was stinky when he went and they were all like, you smell. Oh, yeah, that's right. But I don't know if that would be considered dirty. Dirty. I think it was more like, oh, he's smelly. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know which episode you're talking about. I just, is there something else? Like, did, did like Monica do something? Like, where it was like she was not being a neat freak one day or something? I don't know. She had like a closet, like a junk drawer closet kind of thing, but that wouldn't be a dirty day. Yeah. I mean, Joey, yeah, I mean, Joey's a pretty good guess with that. Because, yeah, he was. I, don't, I mean, he was smelly. I don't know if they consider that dirty, but yeah, I remember the smell, the episode where he smelled. I mean, I guess if we can't think of anything else, we might as well go with that. Okay. Okay, we're going to um, go with Joey. Joey? And you guys are right. Joey yes. was very dirty. Nice. He had a role in a Charlton Heston movie, and he fell asleep after a fishing trip and didn't have time to shower, so he sneaks into Charlton Heston's shower and gets caught. <laughs> That's right. Okay, Chris and Mike, your last one for the warm-up is the one with Blank's birthday dinner. Okay, so um, this is, is it Phoebe? Because that's the one where Ross and Rachel are late and everyone's late except for Joey. So that's it, the one where... Uh, sorry, I'm not trying to no, monopolize the conversation. I th- I'm just trying to put this episode together in my head because I think that's the one. It's after Emma's born, so it's where Ross and Rachel have the baby and they're late to the dinner. Phoebe and Chandler are trying to get pregnant, and they're also fighting, so they're late to the dinner. And it's just wow, Joey. Phoebe, and Phoebe. I don't remember when Phoebe and Chandler tried to get pregnant, dude. Monica and Chandler. I'm sorry. And then Joey and Phoebe <laughs> are at the table, and they're trying. They're pressuring them to downsize to a table for two. And then when everyone gets there, they're like, "Oh, why didn't you get a bigger table?" <laughs> <laughs> um, what else? It very well could be that one. The only other one I thought of, but I think you're probably more on the on point, is because um. Uh, when Rachel had her birthday party and they had to have it in two separate, uh, in both oh, apartments, yeah, but that wasn't a birthday dinner. Divorced. 
Um, well, there's also the birthday dinner for Ross where Rachel ordered a side salad and the waiter goes, what would you like to have on the side of? She says, you can put it right here next to my water. <laughs> but that's more about money. That's not about birthday dinner. I think Phoebe's our best guest because the entire episode is kind of surrounded by that event. Yep. So we'll yep. go Phoebe. Phoebe is correct. Yes. Nice job. You described that episode pretty much entirely. They uh, <laughs> downsize the table and then everyone shows up. And uh, then once everyone is finally there, uh, Phoebe gets a call from Mike and she's the one who bails on the dinner because all yep. her friends were jerks for the previous several hours. For sure. Like Phoebe's totally justified in that. They were horrible. I'm not going to lie. If Paul Wood called me right now, I'd bail on all of you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that's the end of our warm up. You guys uh, thought you were going to get slaughtered. It's not starting off that way anyway. We've got a tie eight to eight. Oof. Right. Mm, I'm nervous. I know, me too. I the later the later seasons are gonna kill me. A little Same bit. here, yeah. All right, here we go with our first round. Question number one. Your category is that's just super. We'll start off with a simple one. He first appears in season two and last appears in season eight, but his character is mentioned in the finale. What is the name of the superintendent of Monica's building? Okay, we we are locked in. All right, so the ladies are locked in. Chris and Mike, what do you guys got? So, Mike, it's um, the name that's coming to mind is Krieger. But I think Krieger is the scientist from the TV show Archer. I don't think that's the <laughs> name here, but it's something like that. Um, it ends in eager, and that's what's pissing me off, and I can't find the first letter or two. Um, Boy, I this does not ring a bell to me at all. Trigger, um, Frieger, Trigger. Was it maybe it was Trigger? Trigger sounds right. It does. All right. I, I, yeah. I, 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 that's as good a guess I'm going to have. At least it sounds right. So. Yeah. Tr- tr- trigger sounds right to me for some reason. All right. We'll go with Trigger. All right. Guys are going with Trigger. Leah and Nikki, what did you guys say? This is awkward for pronunciation purposes, but I went with, (laughs) or we went with, we both spelled it different ways when we were texting, but we went with Traeger. Traeger. (laughs) See, Traeger is a brand of smokers. Yeah, so she spelled it T-R-A-G-E-R, and I said T-R-A-E-G-E-R. So I think both of us were going for the same pronunciation when we were texting. Yeah, we're saying going to the, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know the spelling. So, so we went with Traeger. (laughs) I very well could be wrong because I think the guy's name on Archer is Krieger, so maybe it's not. You Krieger. guys could be right too, and we're just off. But I guess we'll find out. That's a rough one on the pronunciation. It is Mister Trigger. Oh yes, Ooh, that sucks. Well done, Chris. We have a lead. We have a lead. <laughs> it's just funny that she and I both went with Trigger, but we spelled it different ways, so we knew we were going for the same we, thing. We, I mean, we had the right thing, but yeah, it was like I don't know. I don't know how you spell it. Yeah. Is his first name Lou? You know, I don't know if they ever actually give his first name. Because for me... some reason, I, I feel like when they were... Oh, you know what? Maybe it was the woman that... Because when that episode were him and... Because um, it wasn't... It, they were like dancing and stuff like that. Yeah, he wanted right. to practice yeah. dancing with Joey so that he could impress Marge at the Super Bowl. All right, your uh, second question in the first round category is say hello to Mrs. Katrakis. After they switch apartments, Monica spends days trying to figure out what a switch in the guy's old apartment does, even ripping holes in the walls and floor, but eventually admits defeat. 
The tag scene at the end of that episode reveals that it does what? I can lock in, Mike. I, I, I remember this, but I can't pull up exactly what it is. But okay, if you can lock in, we're good. I trust you. All right, Chris and Mike lock in. So Leah and Nikki, you can talk it out. So it, it turns like a, I mean, it turns a light on on something. Or, or was it the, t- was that the one where the TV? I'm pretty sure it's the TV. I think it's the TV in the girl, well, boys' yeah, appointment, but girls' appointment. It's the other apartment. She's doing like the, the. Um, yeah, she's blinking. I dream a genie thing. Right. Yeah. So I don't know how specific they need, but we'll say turns on and off the tv and tv the original the, the girls part, apartment yeah, the but original apartment yeah. current boys apartment all right chris and mike what did you say um i think technically it controls the power outlet behind the television but yeah it turns on uh, that's where phoebe is doing the the i dream of genie blinking and it's going on and off it's the tv in the opposite apartment you guys are both exactly right. It's turning on the TV and turning off the TV in the girl's old apartment. And Phoebe says, I'm doing it. I'm totally doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number three. Category is cheesy names. When Joey is bummed about his feelings for Rachel, unrequited feelings, Phoebe brings over a dog that she claims is the happiest dog in the world to cheer him up. Before proceeding to break that dog with his sadness, what does Joey name him? Okay, we're locked in. All right, guys, they're locked in. You can talk. Oh, hell if I know. Um, uh, yeah, this, uh, yeah, I, I kind of. I, like, I remember, maybe, remember the episode. Maybe on purpose have attempted to forget the Joey Rachel uh, plot line. Um, <laughs> like, oh my God, we have one more season to fill. What do we do? Right, exactly. Um. So he, before he breaks the dog, what would he have named him? Um, what's a Joey name to have given a dog? What did he name his penguin? Like Squiggles or something like that? I, I, <laughs> yeah, that's right. I, I don't know. Uh, like I, Benji is was dropping coming I, out to mind. I thought but... I thought Benji was sounded fine to me. That's yeah. like I I don't I just don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll lock in Benji. All right, they say Benji. Leah, what'd you guys say? We went with mozzarella. I'm going to give that one to you because his name is mozzarella. Oh. Mozzarella. Oh. So, mozzarella. Yeah, like, a, like a dog is a mozzarella. See, that, and, mozzarella and that's actually what I was, I was like, maybe it's something Italian, but I, and she even said cheesy nickname is the and thing. That, I yeah, I did there. not know well he done. named him. I just always assumed he was saying mozzarella, like the cheese. I didn't even know that he, uh, yeah, I guess I, so you you don't have to give us the points because. No, 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 no. I just I'm always thought that, that that's what he said. That's a deep cut and you guys pulled it. So. <laughs> that's a good Great question. Job. That's a good question. He's like, I don't know his name, but I've been calling him mozzarella. Or mozzarella, apparently. That was all Leah. I had no idea. (laughs) We could name our next dog Mozzarella. Mozzarella. Oh, my Lord. Please do that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here comes question number four. Last one in the round. Category is, did they pay him in zoo dollars? After giving him up in season one, Ross discovers his old pet monkey, Marcel, is an animal actor when he sees him in a television commercial for what product? Um, I guess we're going to lock in. Yeah, we're locked in. All right, Leah and Nikki are locked in. Chris and Mike, what are you thinking? 
Oh, this is a deep cut question. Um, so, so, Chris, the um, Marcel appears in an episode in the episode that came after the Super Bowl, but that's not this. So, I don't think it was related to the Super Bowl. Oh, I thought I thought it that's was a. What, I thought that's where they saw him. He, they saw him on a commercial. I thought it was during the Super Bowl. Like they were watching the Super Bowl. It 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 could have been. Maybe they were both Super Bowl related, but. Um, because because originally I thought oh Marcel yeah he made that he, his next he he made the appearance in the episode that came right after the Super Bowl because uh, that was right after the uh, thankfully so far last uh, Super Bowl victory of the Dallas Cowboys I believe <laughs> um, and this Washington football team fan has a uh, has some hate for the Cowboys hail to the football team um. Okay, so like what I'm like I'm assuming it's a fake company, right? Like it's not going to be like a real company. Well, it could, it could be product placement. I mean, I don't know, but but it's it's very soon after he gives him up, right? Like I think it's I think it's like like he gives him up, and then it's it's either I don't know if it's later the same episode, but it's like that same season. It's not I it's like was, super late on, I thought, later I thought on. I don't him think up season one, and then he this is back in season two. Or maybe right. I thought it was a season later. But doesn't I mean that's neither here. It nor might there. it might be a season later, but it's 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 early. relatively. It's very early. Right. Um, so like, what do they? What do they? If it is a Super Bowl, what do they advertise during the Super Bowl? Uh, Could it be like male enhancement? Like get as excited as a monkey. Ah, that would be pretty funny, actually. That does seem like the kind of joke friends would do. Yeah, I don't think they had like Viagra and stuff back then, did they? Oh yeah, it would have been about the right time. Because, uh, yeah, because that would have been about 96, and there was, like, the whole Bob Dole thing, and that was when he was running for president. Okay. Actually, that that's uh, topical, then. Yeah, so it's also topical. Yeah, that's, I mean, <laughs> we don't know anything else. So I, that's good I, guess as any. I know there was a terrible movie called Monkey Bone. Uh, yeah, uh, that was later, I think. It was, but could the... Like that's really on the nose. That seems a little grotesque for a, a friend reference, no, but it could be no. like I, d- I I doubt it. I mean, they wouldn't. Okay. Yeah, I. You want to just go say it's product placement and say it's like Viagra? Then I I think that's a fun guess. Even if it's even if it's wrong, it's just it's just fun to guess. <laughs> yeah, we'll lock in with Viagra. All right, they say Viagra. Leah, Nikki, what did you say? So. So the only thing we could think of at first was the movie that he was in. The like they he was filming Outbreak Two, Monkey Takes Manhattan, but the commercial Leah came up with um, Monkey Shine Beer, and I think she was maybe correct because we were thinking um, someone said he's the Monkey Shine Monkey, so Monkey Shine Beer. Yeah, we we weren't sure if that was a real company or not. So I asked her, I was uh, like, is yeah. this like a real company that you've heard of? And she's like, well, not really. Like I haven't heard of it or whatever. So I yeah, don't know if it's real think. or not, but that's. But all I, all I could think of was the movie was the outbreak too. But that was when I guess Ross came to go see him because he was there filming it. So he was already a movie star, but I don't know what he did. <laughs> oh, that would play into our Super Bowl uh, dynamic, but okay. Right. That's she's, she thought of the same episode I thought of. Yeah. It was, in fact, the one after the Super Bowl, and I thought you guys might get there when you thought, what do they advertise at the Super Bowl, which is a lot of beer, and Marcel was in a commercial for Monkey Shine Beer. Oh nice job. Ooh, nice pool, Leo. <laughs> would, would you have given it to us if we just said beer? <laughs> no, no, no. 
I didn't think so because I, I was almost going to say, why don't we just say beer if it's the Super Bowl ad? Would we have gotten bonus points for saying monkey bone male enhancement? <laughs> It'll give you a leg up. Comedy points, but no trivia points. Okay. Okay, so at the end of the first round, we've got a little separation now. Chris and Mike have 28, and Leah and Nikki have 38. Anybody's Jumping game. into round number two, question one, category is, she'll scratch your eyes right out. When Rachel cleans the apartment as a surprise, she makes the mistake of moving what item of furniture out of position leading to a discussion of how uptight and weird Monica can be about stuff like that. Okay, we're locked in. All right, the ladies are locked in. Gentlemen, what do you got? I feel like this is all us talking it out. Uh, Yeah, there's going to be a lot of that probably. Uh, Yeah, I was, uh, I thought like uh, it's in the main room, I'm pretty sure. I like I think she does something in the bathroom too. For some reason, I thought that pissed Monica off, but I don't, that's not, didn't involve furniture and i might be thinking of a different episode (laughs) Uh, i remember there's there's something that happens and i I don't remember if it's the one where chandler cleans the apartment or the one where rachel cleans the apartment but there's one where they move the the couch and the coffee table and like i think it's rachel that's cleaning it and they're trying to figure out like where the couch goes and where the coffee table goes i think they're moving the couch I, I was thinking couch too because but. I think there's like a comedic scene where like Joey tries to put his feet up on the coffee table and they don't reach and it's like, and, but then they move the couch another way. No, now it's too far away. It's not in line with the window or something like that. Right. That's my best yeah, guess. I'm, to be I'm, couch. I, I was thinking for some reason I was thinking either a couch or, or a side table, but uh, couch probably makes more sense uh, to me. It's couch or coffee table, and I, I feel more confident with couch than I do coffee table. Yep, I'm good with that. Yeah, we'll go couch. All right, they say couch. Leah and Nikki, what do you have? Uh, go for uh, it. On a, we're not really that sure. I mean, I, I mean, I know it was in the living room. For some reason, a lamp came into my head. I don't know if that's at all correct, but it came into my head. But now I'm thinking it might have been from something else, like Phoebe brought a lamp. I don't know, but I'm gonna say lamp. We're gonna we we said lamp. All right, unfortunately, no points on this question. So I think the lamp that you're thinking of was the seashell lamp, the tacky lamp that Rachel found in Mr. Heckle's apartment and Monica, quote unquote, accidentally broke. And then, guys, you were thinking of the time after Chandler moves in and he uh, moves everything around and then fears Monica's wrath. Partly because in an earlier episode, Rachel moved the green ottoman. The ottoman. And friends were like, how dare you? Yeah, it's the Ottoman. Good. That's a damn good question. Oh, man. I did not remember okay. that at all. I remember Chandler moving things, but I did not remember when Rachel did. So, yeah. Same. Yep. Round two, question two. Category is Mentirosa, Yuginar, Yujets. What lie did Phoebe put down on her Christmas time bell ringer application in order to secure a prime location, even though she's a rookie? Uh, Kylie, how specific do we have to be? Um, if you get in the general area, I will give it to you. Yeah, we'll go ahead and we'll lock in. All right, the guys are locked in. Ladies, talk it out. So here's my concern. So it's definitely a language thing um, where she was like, oh, yeah, I got this spot because I can 
sing sing something or say uh, my original thought was i can say merry christmas in x amount of languages languages and monica's like really and she's like yeah i lied ha 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 and it was like funny because she lied on her resume about it but i don't remember if it was that she could say merry christmas in a certain amount of language or if it was singing a particular like christmas carol in a bunch of different languages but then again like why would a bell ringer need to sing so I was trying I mean, the to. Lie, could, could the lie just have been that she speaks multiple languages? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to think. Like, how can we word it so we don't have to get so specific and then be specific about the wrong thing and get it wrong? Um, yeah, I mean, I would just say she probably said she spoke multiple languages. And or then, something. yeah, and then if Kylie needs us to get more specific, we can yeah. do that. Um, <laughs> and we can figure that out then. <laughs> so we are going to say that she spoke. Multiple languages. And let us know if we need to be more specific. Let's hear uh, Let's hear what the guys say, and then I will make a ruling. Yeah, we actually said the exact same thing, that she can speak multiple languages. And we had the exact same conversation. <laughs> let's just say that and not be more specific and less asked. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to award points on this one. She, uh, Her lie was that she can say Merry Christmas in 25 languages. All right, round two, question number three. The category is Hanukkah Menorios. <laughs> what organization does Ross agree to sell cookies for in order to help out Sarah Tuttle, the little girl he accidentally injured by swatting her with a tennis racket? Okay, we're locking in. All right, Leah and Nikki are locked in. Chris and Mike, you can talk. Oh, Chris needs a bigger drink. <laughs> I know gosh. I was I was literally just contemplating my next beer. <laughs> so Mike, uh we, we both kind of agree that it's like the right. winner goes to space camp. Yeah, that that's right, exactly. But And it's uh, a remarkably similar uniform. It's a remarkably rem- yeah. Maybe I don't need another drink. It's a remarkably <laughs> similar uniform to the Girl Scouts. Right, exactly. Um yeah, that's what I was thinking. I mean, it's 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 basically something very similar to Girl Scout cookies, but uh... Kylie, what was the uh, the category again? Was it Hanukkah Menorios? Menorios. Hanukkah Menorios. Yeah, and that could just be a hint from the damn episode title, or not the title, but the the damn cookies they're selling. I. Oh God, this is. A... <laughs> These are all questions I, I should know the answer to. I, I know. Well, it's 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 really frustrating because I totally remember so many of these episodes, but on a more general level, like I, mm-hmm. like I can. You're right. I can see. You know that it's it's so it's clearly a Girl Scout type of parody, but instead of cookies, was it something else? Like, or it, well, she's looking for the organization. Yeah. Well, no, they were selling cookies because the girl that won it, like her 21 year old sister, put on her. 11-year-old sister's right. Girl it Scout was. uniform and sold them at college or something like that, or sold them to the firemen or something. Right. Um, oh, my... I remember all of this except for the name of the damn organization. So if it's for Space Camp, could it be like, you know, Futures Astro- Future Astronomers of America or... I, that's a pretty good guess. I, I like that. That's... It's a guess. It 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 fits in the general realm of... Well, of... Astronomers and Space Camp don't go together necessarily 
yeah. future astronauts of America. Yeah, yeah, actually, yeah, that's that's actually better, probably. All right, we'll go. I mean, that's yeah, yeah. not a real thing, as far as I know, but no, we'll go future astronauts of America. All right, Leah and Nikki, what did you guys say? Okay, well, I kind of remembered. I feel like Ross was getting frustrated, and I think Chandler says something like, "What's the matter, Sister Brownbird?" Or something like that to ah. him. So I'm, that's the only thing I'm going off of. So I'm assuming it's the, maybe the brown bird yeah. organization. Cause I feel like he does like a little bird, makes it like a bird out of his hand or something, like some kind of gesture with a bird. Nikki said the same thing. She was like, yeah. was, something I was with like, a bird. I knew bird. I thought, I was like, for some reason, bird came to my mind, but I didn't know the color thing. Yeah. That's I'm, what it is. He goes to someone, I'm, yeah. I'm, that, I'm not to step on, he goes like some old lady's door. She goes, how do I know you're a brown bird? He does like the bird yeah. signal with his hands. Yeah. That's, what i'm picturing so so uh, we weren't sure about the color and i was like for some reason i just hear sister brown bird in my head so we went with the brown birds what's the matter brown bird ross it is the brown bird okay that's what it was <laughs> nice job <laughs> nice job girls women not girls women all right final question before the half question number four your category is pretentious comma garlicky what high-end restaurant offers its head chef position to Monica right before she is set to move to Tulsa with Chandler? Monica worked there for the remainder of the series, and there was an episode with Phoebe and Monica fighting in front of it. Oh. I can lock in, Nikki. Okay. Com- very confident. Okay, they're locked in, so guys, you can talk. <laughs> like, we can talk, but... It will be words. So, oh God, I. It's the same. Oh, no, like, no, no, I no, no, no. Hold this, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, damn- hold on. So she worked at Alessandro's for a lot of the show, but there's a, an episode where. Can you can you repeat the question one more time? I think I have it, but I want to make but sure. Was it? It wasn't Alessandro's. It wasn't. It's where she went after that, and I think I know. Right. But I want, there's a clue in the question, and I want to hear the question again. Okay. What high-end restaurant offers its head chef position to Monica right before she's set to move to Tulsa with Chandler? Monica worked there for the remainder of the series, and there's an episode with Monica and Phoebe fighting in front of it. The food here, it, it, the food here at Jabu will kill you. I think, like, I, I can't tell. I don't know if it's Jobu or Jabu, but Jobu's from Major League, so I think it's Jabu. That'd be my best guess because there's that entire episode where Phoebe's playing outside because it's high end clientele and she wants the tips, and they get into the gigantic that's fight right. in the in the actual thing, um, and that's the only time I I can remember Phoebe and Monica having a major fight, and it happens to be at a restaurant. So I'm assuming that is Tulsa was season. I thought Tulsa was like season eight, but I was thinking seven or eight, yeah. But even then, that's about like, right. She worked at Alessandro's for a while, but I. Th- I would assume she left Alessandro's for this job, but I remember, I think it's Jabu. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'm good to go with that. That's fine. Okay, we'll go Jabu. Okay, Leah and Nikki, what is your answer? We went with the food here at Jabu, J-A-V-U, as I'm assuming how it's spelled, will kill you. So um, I'm, I'm fairly confident there's a V in the middle instead of the B. And you'd be right. It is the food here at Javu will kill you. Nice. <laughs> Good job, Leah. Yeah. That's the only reason I know this. Food here at Javu will kill you when they're fighting. 
It's the Joe Boo thing, yeah. Chris. I think we both. I think we both did that in our brain. Up your it, butt, Joe. It's very bad. It's very it's bad. very bad. It's very bad. Ah, <laughs> uh, Jesus, I like him very much. He no help. But ass. he no help me hit you're curveball. Trying, you're trying to tell me Jesus Christ can't hit a curveball? <laughs> We're way off course. We're done. Okay. <laughs> All right. So at the end of round two, the scores are Chris and Mike have thirty-eight. Leah and Nikki have 68. Wow. Tough round I'm for you guys. I'm just here for the beer. So here is your halftime question. There are going to be five possible answers, and you can get four points for each one that you get correct. In the first season, Chandler picks up smoking again to all his friends' dismay. When they call him out on it, he claims he's willing to overlook their flaws and they should be able to forgive his cigarettes. Then, that evil genius points out some annoying habits of Joey, Ross, and Monica, causing a sniping back-and-forth fight among the group, which also brings up flaws of Rachel and Phoebe. And that distracts them all from Chandler smoking. For four points each, what are the flaws assigned to each friend in that quarrel? All right, we'll lock in. We'll let the girls talk it out. Okay. So, we have to find the flaws for everyone else besides Chandler. So I was coming... Also, I was like, Chandler, he likes to have the weight. <laughs> Chandler's the one who's smoking. Right. Yeah, I was only confident about two. I knew Phoebe chewing her hair, because she had really long hair in the first season, and I could picture her chewing her hair. And then, for some reason, Joey cracking his knuckles, which was never, ever referenced again on the show, that that was something that he did. Um, and those were the only two I felt confident on. I had no idea about the other three. So yeah. you can t- kind of I mean, talk about what one, we were talking about. Yeah, I mean, the, the only one I thought of, like, you know, Monica being, like, the neat freak, which I know, like, carried on through the whole thing. But this was, like, the first season. So I don't know how much they really talked about that until, like, you know, the towards the end of the first season. So, like, the whole maybe her being, you know, um, a neat freak or something. Um, I mean, Rachel... Okay, the only thing I think about is like, you know, shopping or something. I don't even know with Rachel. But yeah, I liked your guess with, with Ross with like correcting pronunciation. Um, I know they talked about that in episodes. I, don't, I just don't know how it really. That's how I was. Yeah, that. I was like, for some reason, I do remember them criticizing him for like, like, oh, you do do correcting, you because yeah, he like correcting things the, yeah. the way he pronounces things. Yeah. But I don't know if that's the same one. So that's the only thing we come up with for us. And then, yeah, Rachel, we just had, like, shopping or spending some kind of money, like, being spoiled, like, with with money and stuff. It could be. I mean, like, I mean, she cries a lot. I mean, it could be. I pictured that, too. I was like, I feel like there was one that they were making fun of her for being, like, too sensitive or something. But I can't remember. Yeah, where she cries all the time or something. But I don't know if it was that early on. Um, Because this is, like, because, yeah, the, the Chandler smoking thing was pretty early. So. Yeah. So which one do we want to go with for Rachel? Do you want to do the the shopping or the being spoiled with the money? Or do we want to go with like being overly sensitive or crying a lot or something? If you're talking like first season Rachel, I mean, it was very much that she was into money and like. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. You know, so. Okay. So we will go with, which ones did we go with? With Phoebe chewing her hair, Joey cracking his knuckles, Monica being a neat freak, um, Ross correcting or Over, emphasizing yeah. pronunciation like his pronunciation of things and um rachel is being like 
too money centered with like shopping and spending too much money and stuff like that. So those are our five. Okay. Chris and Mike, what do you guys have? Mike, correct me if I'm wrong here, but we locked in with Rachel crying. Um, and I think, you're- yeah, so I was thinking the same thing as Nikki was, yeah. but that might, I, I was a little concerned. It might've been a later episode where she was like, that's not true. That, that, that's the first thing that came to my mind, but I, yep. But I think later, I thought later in the episode, she got to be like a stronger character. But neither here nor there. Maybe. But anyway, we said Rachel cries too much. Yeah, yeah we said Joey. We, we went back and forth on this. but We locked in with Joey cracking his knuckles. Right. Um. Uh, Ross, we said he was overpronouncing words. Uh, and then for Phoebe, Phoebe chewing her hair. I'm 99% sure on that. And then yep. for Monica, this may be too early. We may be way off base here, but for Monica, we said Monica's competitiveness. Okay, so Joey, you you guys both got right. He cracks his knuckles. Uh, Ross, you both got right. He overpronounces words. And Phoebe, you both got right. She chews her hair. So uh, the one for Monica is mentioned in this episode and like never again and Chandler points out that she snorts when she laughs. I mean, what the hell is that thing? What? That's right. I (laughs) do remember that. And then for Rachel, both of your answers do have a lot of callbacks and make a lot of sense, but this one was particularly first season and Phoebe points out that Rachel gets drink orders wrong. Oh, because she's the waitress. Oh, yep. All right. So uh, your scores after the midpoint, Chris and Mike have 50 and Leah and Nikki have 80. All right, your round three, question one. The category is, we will, we will call you back. (laughs) (laughs) Monica and Rachel are in his apartment and overhear Ross leaving an embarrassing, life-affirming message for himself on his machine. At the end of that message, what errand does he also remind himself to do? Okay, we're going to lock in begrudgingly. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, the ladies are locked in. Chris and Mike, talk it out. Okay, so we've gone back and forth here. Yep. I mean, it's definitely something completely mundane. Yeah. So, I, I've I've said I said this earlier, but I think Mike, I think this is a callback to earlier in the episode. Like, I know that people. There's been a couple of times in the sh- in the series where people would just go to Ross's and take something of his. Like, there's the there's the episode where oh, Ross always keeps twenty bucks in the X Y Z artifact in his house. Right. Um. And then at the end of the episode. Ross tells Rachel to have Monica pay him back, but I don't think it's money. Like stamps, stamps came to mind. That's the first thing that popped into my head was stamps. Milk sounds right too, though. So I really don't know. I just thought it was something like completely mundane, and that was why I was like, D- "Did he say like, oh yeah, and pick up some milk?" The fact that you thought of stamps, it was the first thing popped in your head. Because I think I think it's a callback to something that happened earlier in the episode. Like I think maybe Rachel was there and she goes, "Oh, I need stamps," and she took like a book of stamps from him or something like that. Yeah, I, I could I could buy that because I could totally see that happening. All right, we'll we'll lock in with stamps. Okay, they say stamps. Leah and Nikki, what's your answer? Get out of our heads. We literally had this same discussion. 
I said stamp. I said it for some reason. I'm leaning towards stamps, and Nikki's like, I'm kind of like, I think it's something like milk. And so <laughs> we literally were like, oh well, we. I mean, we could have gone either way. Neither of us had a lot of thunder behind it, but we just we we locked in with stamps. But neither of us could really recall. <laughs> I was like, why are they in our heads? <laughs> All right, so I'll do a little dramatic reading for you briefly. Hey, Ross, it's you. I just want you to remember this feeling. You are lucky to be alive. So live every day to the fullest. Love yourself, okay? Okay. Oh, and also get stamps. Yes! (laughs) (laughs) Points all around. All right, round three, question number two. The category is, we are not here to pomp you up. What is the name of Dr. Drake Ramore's twin brother on Days of Our Lives? And don't get confused by the fake evil twin that Ross made up that one time to hoodwink Joey's stalker. Oh, damn it. I know. I always. I feel I like know. I've gotten this question before, and I always say the wrong one. I gotta think about this. Okay. This is another one I remember, but I don't remember. Okay, Mike and I will go ahead and lock in. All right. The guys are locked in. Leah and Nikki, what do you got? Okay, so Hans Ramore is Drake's evil twin from the Super Bowl one with um, Brooke Shields as a stalker. Yeah, I remembered Hans, but I I don't remember the actual real soap opera evil twin right. name. So I had Stryker in my head, and then I also remember Joey talking about some plot, and he's like... You know, oh, and then my character is going to visit, I don't know, Venezuela, where he meets a long lost somebody named Ramon or something like that. So I had Stryker and Ramon in my head and I like, I don't know, but I have no, but I feel Stryker is a little stronger because Ramon, I don't remember if it was a a twin. I think it might have just been like, oh, he meets a long-lost relative or something like that. Or I don't even know if Ramon was a relative, but for some reason Ramon and Stryker were my other two and Stryker I feel a little bit more confident on. I mean, when you said Stryker that was familiar to me, but then we were when you were just talking about like, oh yeah, I kind of I I kind of see where you're going with the Ramon thing too, but, but I don't know. like Ramon we- Ramore, that sounds weird. I mean, yeah, I mean, well, I don't know if they'd have the same last name. Oh, that's true. I mean, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's a soap opera, so whatever they can do. <laughs> um, I mean, we can. I mean, we can go striker if you feel more confident. Com- I mean, I honestly, I, I knew Hans, but I didn't. I couldn't think of this one. So. Okay. Yeah, let's go with striker. All right, they say striker. Chris and Mike, what did you say? Uh, so we um. We de- we debated a little bit because Hans popped into our heads and we couldn't remember if that was the Ross uh, the thing Ross made up or not. But given the clue, that was why we ended up walk locking in with Hans, uh, or not the clue, but the category. Uh, that that kind of lent us a little more towards that. But it very well could have been that that was you steering us away from that yeah. because you even put it in the question. So, but anyway, we locked in with Hans. She said not in the category. That's what's irking me. Not a thing, but we're not here to pump people, so I don't. I think they're right. Oh, that's a good point. So the category name was, in fact, we are not here to pump you up. The evil, tw- the fake evil twin that Ross made up uh, was named Hans Ramore. 
never really existed on Duel, Days of Our Lives. The twin brother of Drake Ramore was, in fact, Stryker oh, Ramore. Yes. Oh, good job. Nicely done. Who was the Ramon? Do you have that information? Do you know who Ramon is? Or did I just make I'm, that up? I'm pretty sure that uh, in a later episode when Rachel is visiting the set because she's a big soap fan, um, he said he, she uh, wants to know what happens with the storyline and he gives her uh, some advance, you know, insider scoop on what's going to happen. I think that's what it is. Okay. I can yeah. look that one up. Okay. Cool. Yeah, Stryker Ramore was the one um, they invited Joey back on Days of Our Lives after killing him off, and then he got very upset when they wanted him to audition to play Stryker Ramore, Drake's twin brother. And so they ended up (laughs) casting a different actor, but they did give Joey a job back as Drake Ramore, but he was in a coma completely wrapped in bandages. Yeah. He wakes up and goes, I'm back, baby. Yeah. Exactly. And he rips off the mask. (laughs) All right, question number three in the third round. Your category is, I may have something in the back. (laughs) What items did Ross and Monica's grandmother always steal from restaurants? Ross discovers a boatload of them in her closet while helping his mom pick out Nana's burial outfit. Yeah, we'll go ahead and lock in. Okay. Um... We, I'm just scrolling through everything. Um, I, for some reason, like, because I know that there were like shoeboxes and shoeboxes, and they are packets. Because I feel like at one point they fall and sprinkles all over him, and he's like, oh, like it's like a therapeutic thing for him and his grandma. Like, but I, I don't know if they were like sugar packets or sweet and low, but what. I don't know. I mean, I don't know how specific, but I don't know. For some reason, when you said sweet and low, I'm like, I feel like it's sweet and low. Like, it was not okay. just sugar packets. Yeah. Like, it was, like, sweet and low. Yeah, that's, I'm kind of thinking, too. I mean, I definitely know they're in those, like, little tiny, like, I pictured the kind of paper packets that, you know, you get when you go get a coffee or whatever at a hotel or bar or whatever. I don't know. Um, yeah. So, j- do you want to just go with sweet and low? Because I mean, I can't think. Okay, yeah, that's a that's a good guess. Okay, we'll we'll go sweet and low packets. All right, sweet and low packets. Chris and Mike, what did you say? So I remember the episode clearly because it's the episode where um, Judy asks Ross to get behind the dresser mm-hmm. that's shoved in the closet, and he gets back there and he's reaching up and. He finds the the shoebox full of packets, and they go, "What's wrong?" And he just goes, "Nana," and like that resonated with yeah. me because like that's something I did when my grandparents passed away. That makes sense. Um, but we went with sugar packets. We didn't have a. Yeah, we we didn't we didn't get more no, but specific. In, than no, that. but in my head, they're they're white packets. So yeah, we we just we went with sugar packets. You had a lot of details about the episode, but you should have remembered that they were pink packets because they were packets of sweet and low. Yes. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Nice. Formal protest. I am colorblind. Does that count for anything? <laughs> um, no, it doesn't. Yes? No. no. <laughs> Good job, Nikki. Way to pull that. Oh, Lord. 
Okay, and uh, just a, a sidebar on our discussion. I looked it up while you guys were discussing that last question. So uh, Rachel does, in fact, ask Joey about what's going to happen next on Days of Our Lives. But this is before the original Drake Ramore was killed off. And he does mention that the character has a half-brother, Ramon, who lives in Venezuela. Oh, oh my gosh, I was so close. I remember <laughs> Venezuela. All right, final question of round number three. Your category is, you're not the same. What item of Joey's does baby Emma fall in love with? But even though Rachel buys him a replacement, he's unwilling to part with the original. We are locked in. Confidently. All right, they're locked in. Chris and Mike, what do you got? So, Carly, do you need um, the actual name like the name Joey gave the yes, yes I do. <laughs> okay, Mike. I think I think right. It's the stuffed animal, right? Like it's the st- I, I think it's a stuffed penguin. The stuffed penguin, right? And okay. I think its name is Hugsy. Is it Hugsy? I think it's Hugsy. Hugsy. Yeah. With a T. No, Hugsy. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I thought I heard you say Hugsy the first time, but then I thought you heard you said Tugsy the second time. And I was like, no. No. Hugsy sounds better. Yeah. Yeah. Hotel, uniform, golf. Yeah. Yeah. Stop right now. You want to go with that? No. I, yeah. I'm good with that. I, I was thinking I was thinking it was the it was the stuffed animal. I was pretty sure it was a penguin, but I couldn't couldn't remember the name. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm almost positive it's Hugsy. So That's, that sounds right. Yeah. We'll go Hugsy. All right, they say Hugsy. Leah, Nikki, what did you say? We went Hugsy, Joey's bedtime penguin pal. His bedtime penguin pal. His name is Hugsy. Points all around. Yes. All right. I was hoping you guys wouldn't be able to get the guy, the penguin's name. We're, so. we're back in the wind column there, Mike. We'll take that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I was worried that you were going to say squiggles, which is, I think, what you referred to in our warm-up round when you were talking about said penguin pal. It, well, yeah, that's what I said, but I, 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 yeah, I came back to earth on that one. It just took. Me I, a while. I knew that wasn't right when you said it earlier, but I didn't want to. I didn't want to think too much about it. <laughs> no, this this third glass of bourbon is helping loosen some cobwebs here, so that'll do it. All right, here. Here's your score check at the end of the third round. The ladies have extended their lead. They have 120, and the gentlemen have 70. Mike, we're dangerously close to being locked out here. Um, Round four, question number one. Your category is, say more things like that. When Rachel threatens to quit Bloomingdale's and tells her boss, Joanna, that she will pack up her desk and be gone by the end of the day, what are the only two items in her drawer? Oh my lord. These were not my favorite episodes. See, I'm the opposite, Leah. Like, when she said, say more things like that, I was exactly, like, directly in the episode. Oh, like, I knew man. exactly where she was going with it. But I still couldn't tell you the answer to this question. Okay, we're locked in. All right, Leah and Nikki have locked in. Chris and Mike. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yes, we think it's funny that we locked in too. No, yeah, Chris. Chris it was the last last thing Chris Chris sent wrote me. So, um, <laughs> no, I the, uh, stapler was actually another thing that popped into my head, but I don't know if that's biased by Office Space, which Jennifer Aniston, of course, was also in, yeah, acted in. 
<laughs> um I can tell you what what restaurant she worked in an office space. Does that help at all? Like she was worked at what, Tchotchkes. What, what, was it like Tchotchkes, right? Yeah. Tchotchkes, yeah. And she needed yeah. twenty seven pieces of flair. Right. Oh, okay. Save it for office space. But see, that's the bare minimum. <laughs> um, no, I think no, that's uh, what. The, yeah, neither here nor there. I think that's what the other guy was wearing. The other waiter. I think that was the. I think she needed like twelve pieces of flair. And he it was goes, the minimum, but he was wearing like 27, 27 yeah. pieces of flair. We're, we're, we're not discussing anything related to the question. So. <laughs> I have well, no vaguely, idea. It's, it's related to Jennifer Aniston uh, portrayals of characters. Would so. you rather tell them your sexist answer? I, I Like I said, when I thought of the hairbrush, I thought it was a Rachel answer, not a because she's a woman answer. You're the, mm-hmm. you're the one that went there as far as the sex. No, I think so. hairbrush is actually not a bad bad guess. Um, and she's an assistant buyer at the time, right? Well, no, no. Assistant buyer was the job she was offered, I think. Oh, so she was just because an I think because 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 when she comes in the day after she gets hit by the, the taxi, she goes, did she say anything about an assistant buyer position? Yes. Okay. Um. But but I I mean I like I remember that but I don't remember I don't remember what she pulls out of the drawer. At all. <laughs> what if it's like a, like a like a granola bar? Oh shit! I think there there might have been a, like a, something like that like a granola bar or some kind of snack bar. Yeah. We we say that like we just go, oh my god like we just got one of the right answers I don't know I know I know we need both of them but. I, but that at least, like, I'd rather have an answer that's only 50% wrong than an answer that's 100% wrong. <laughs> oh, man. Um, okay, snack bar we both feel okay with because, obviously. Um, right. What else would she have in her desk? I, that, yeah, that's what I don't, I just don't know. Maybe it's the keys to Chandler's handcuffs. <laughs> Mike, I I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm I was, useless. Here. I I don't either. I'd say I'd say a granola bar and, and like like I said, I I'd like hairbrush popped in my head. And actually, legitimately, stapler did pop into my head. Not. I don't think it was office space related. It just popped into my head. So um, pick two. I'm I'm okay with any of those three. Any two of those yeah, three. Yeah. I, I you I you've you've been way better in this than I have. So I'll let you pick them. Okay. Oh, I would think stapler belongs to the office, so I'm going to say hairbrush right. and some sort of a snack bar. All right. Hairbrush and a snack bar. Leah and Nikki, what was your answer? I mean, we weren't, we didn't really know either. Uh, stapler went into our head, too. Um, for some reason, we both said stapler, and we were also thinking some kind of food. Um, I was thinking like some kind of fruit or something like that. So we said stapler and fruit. <laughs> you guys were both on the right track. Uh, there is an office supply and a food stuff. She first pulls out a pen and second, a muffin. Oh. And oh. then oh. Joanna in a bid to keep her there says you can put your sad little muffin back in its drawer. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Damn it, that- that actually rings a bell now that you say it. Yep. So, unfortunately, no points on that one. We'll move on to question two in the round. Your category is sticker them up. Monica and Phoebe realized that Phoebe was actually the street kid who mugged Ross outside St. Mark's Comics when they were kids. 
because Phoebe remembers a sticker on his backpack that said what? We're locked in. Okay. I, this I, is yeah. another one I remember, but I don't remember. So I don't know. This is what's bothering me. Is I don't remember if this is from that episode or if this is from uh, the episode where the garage floods and Monica gets the Lamborghini. It's a Lamborghini. No, it's a Porsche. A Porsche. Yeah, I feel like it's a Porsche. It's not a Lamborghini. Jack can't afford a Lamborghini. But I don't remember if one is it Science Rocks. Oh, that's yes. I think that's right. That actually rings a bell. But I don't know. But if I that, don't. But you're right. I don't know if it's from that episode either. But because um, there's the episode where they're putting like all of Ross's stuff in Monica's thing, right? But I think Science Rocks rings true to me. This could be the bourbon talking, but I'm okay with that. I don't know that we're yeah. gonna have a better answer. Yeah, I mean, you're you're just you know, I'm I'm dead weight, and you're dragging me along. So, but I I think that sounds right to me. I haven't been right. <laughs> Neither one of us have been right recently. But you've had guesses, whereas I've been like, "Dur, I watched this episode." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's go, Science Rocks. They say Science Rocks. Leah and Nikki, what is your answer? You were very close. Ah, Geology Rocks. Yep. Yeah. So the sticker right is... After ge- she said it, I went, I remembered it. Yeah, the, the sticker is Geology Rocks, but the comic book that he was working on is Science Boy. Science Boy. Yep. You are correct. It is Geology Rocks, and the comic book that Ross was drawing was Science Boy, and his power was a superhuman thirst for knowledge. Yeah. That's yes. Good news, me yelling obscenity there did not wake up my baby, so. Oh, good. That's good. (laughs) All right, round four, question number three. The category on this one is, there was going to be a hoopla? The group buys tickets for a concert by what band for Ross's birthday, though Phoebe, Rachel, and Joey end up not going because of a dispute in the group over money. Locked in. Locked in. Every time I look at you, I go blind. It's Hootie and the Blowfish. That would be the work of a blowfish. Yeah, that's like one of my favorites. <laughs> Points all around. It was Hootie and the Blowfish. I'm like the nice biggest job. Hootie fan ever. So so there, there's actually a weird thing with that because there's something related to that recording that it somehow wound up on the Friends soundtrack, but Hootie doesn't receive Hootie because of the... Um, because of how how it was recorded as a demo or something like that, they didn't receive any royalties what? off of that. I'd have to look it up, but it's there's I believe there's something weird related to that song. I mean, I think Darius Rucker's still doing fine with him, you know, his career. Oh, I mean, I don't think but... I don't think they're suffering. I'm just saying, like for that particular song, it was very weird. yeah. I could be wrong. Yeah, I'd have to look that up. I don't think I've ever heard of that. I know I know it gets uh it gets really weird with music um, and licensing and things like that, especially um, if you've watched a TV show, a lot of times they'll license a song just for the original broadcast. And then if like you buy the DVDs or you stream it later, it's a different song because they didn't have the rights. So that's the, uh, that's the issue right now with uh, the Drew Carey show. You can't find that show streaming anywhere or you can't even buy the DVDs because of the music rights. It's so tied up in a lot of different legal battles that, they can't put that show out, which pisses me off because it's literally my favorite TV show of all time. All right, here comes your final question in the game, in the regular game. 
Question number four, the category is, she's been dead for 10 years. What hotel in Las Vegas does Joey start working at so that he doesn't have to tell the friends that the movie production of Shutter Speed has shut down? Okay, we're locked in. Uh, yeah, Chris, uh, he's a he's a gladiator, so I'm pretty sure it was Caesar's Palace. Yeah, I'm I'm almost positive it's Caesar's Palace. All right, they say Caesar's Palace. Leah, Nikki, what did you say? Well, he's dressed as a Roman soldier, so we were pretty confident that it was Caesar's Palace. And points for both teams. It was Caesar's Palace. Would you have known the name of the movie, Leah? Shutter Speed. Yeah, mm, probably. Ah. Okay, so our scores going into the final round. Chris and Mike, you guys have 90. Leah and Nikki, you guys have 150. So it's not a lock. It's not a lockout (laughs) game. All right, so going into the final round, um, the gentlemen, Chris and Mike, have 90 points, and the ladies, Leah and Nikki, have 150 points. Our final round is going to have three questions. So before I read those questions... The teams are going to be able to wager any amount of their accumulated points, and they can spread those out among the three questions however they want. So I'll read you your categories, and that will hopefully help you decide what you want to wager on each one. So your categories for the final game. The first question will be ready, aim, fire. Question two is going to be, I'm talking about pop music. And question three will be Ross, the divorce force. So go ahead and get your wagers all set. Uh, Mike and I have our wagers locked, by the way. So Nikki and Leah, whenever you're ready. Okay, we're locked in with our wagers. All right, here we go for your final questions. Number one in the final category, Ready, Aim, Fire. When the girls are performing their Valentine's Day burning ritual, according to Phoebe's mystical instructions, what low-rent alternatives do they use instead of sage branches and sacramental wine? Question number two. I'm talking about pop music. What song does Chandler's dad perform at his Las Vegas club with a line of costume dancers after accepting the invitation to Monica and Chandler's wedding? Chandler mentions that while growing up, he did the choreography of the dancer on the far left. And question number three, category is Ross, the divorce force. Not counting his ex-wife, Carol, who he was separated from, from before the pilot, or Rachel, for obvious reasons. Ross had six girlfriends over the course of the show, and these are multi-episode arc girlfriends, not just somebody who shows up once for a random date. For full credit on your wager, please name five of those six girlfriends. Okay, we will lock in. Okay, we're locked in. All right, both teams have locked in all their answers, so I'm going to read the questions again, and you guys give me your reason behind your answers and what they are. We'll start with number one, ready, aim, fire. 
When the girls are performing their Valentine's Day burning ritual according to Phoebe's mystical instructions, what low-rent alternatives do they use instead of sage branches and sacramental wine? Leah and Nikki, what did you guys wager and what was your answer? You can take this one. <laughs> I mean, we had, we wagered 20, um, and, and I'm not, all I can remember is, is Phoebe drinking from a straw, you know, she had her long, her hair pulled down over her face and like she pulled it over her face. I didn't just remember the straw. Uh, so we're just totally guessing. I'm thinking it was like some kind of like pina colada or something and then I'm thinking Rachel might have had something like parsley leaves in her fridge. <laughs> so we have no idea. We're going to say parsley leaves and pina colada. Alright. Parsley leaves and pina colada. Chris and Mike, what did you guys say and what was your wager? Uh, we actually locked in with something very similar. We said it was vodka and parsley leaves, uh, but we, <laughs> we we wagered zero on this one. All right, so uh, you guys were kind of on the right track, although uh, pina colada and vodka would be a little bit higher rent than what they actually used. Um, yeah. Instead of sage branches and sacramental wine, they used oregano and a fresca. <laughs> fresca. Oh, my God. I haven't That's heard that right. in forever. Yep. Nope. All right, question number two, pop music. What song does Chandler's dad perform at his club with a line of costume dancers after accepting the invitation to Monica and Chandler's wedding? Chandler mentions that growing up, he did the choreography of the dancer on the far left. We'll start with Chris and Mike this time. What was your wager and what did you answer? Uh, we, we, we wagered zero on this one as well, so we didn't think too hard about it. Uh, we just we just said it's rain and men. And Leah and Nikki, your wager and your answer. We wagered 20 and we said it's raining men. Hallelujah, it's raining men. Chris and Mike, you guys should have put some points on that one. You're both correct. Uh, it's, it's raining men by the weather girls. Oh, it, it just se- it seemed right. But like I said, we just, you know. And for the final question of tonight's game, Ross, the divorce force, not counting ex-wife Carol, who he was separated from before the pilot, or Rachel, for obvious will they or won't they on and off reasons. Ross had six girlfriends over the course of the show. These are multi-episode arc girlfriends, not just someone who shows up once for a random date. For full credit on your wager, please name five of those six girlfriends, Leah and Nikki, what was your wager, and which five women did you come up with? Okay, so I had the ones that um, I came up with. There were Mona um, by Bonnie Somerville, I believe is the one who um, acted in that role. Um, the bald girl Bonnie, who I think was Christine Taylor, who was married to Ben Stiller at the time. Um, and then... Yeah, and then we had some duplicates. So, uh, Nikki, you tell me the one, or you tell them the yeah, ones that you yeah, came up we with. Yeah, we had we had Julie. Yep. He was the girl that he met in China, and then the college student. I didn't know her name, but I remembered the college student. But Leah remembered that her name was Elizabeth, and then uh, there was Charlie. He was dating her because I remember he took her when they were there was a conference, and that was when they went to you Barbados, know, out of town, yeah. and you know, so Charlie. And what did you guys wager? Uh, 20 points. 20. Okay, Chris and Mike, 
Name the five ladies and tell me how much you bet. Okay, so we bet all of our points here. Ugh. If you guys beat us on this, I'm going to be so pissed. <laughs> uh, so we went with um, Elizabeth, I believe is Bruce Willis's daughter. Uh, we went with uh, Julie from China. Uh, we also went with Charlie. I'm not Charlie and Mona. We have both of them, and they're a little weird to me because I can't remember how. Like, were they like were Mona and him? I know she's in a few episodes. Were they dating in those episodes? I don't know, but I seem to remember an episode. There's an episode with Mona where. That's the episode where where Ross reveals that she's pregnant and uh, not whoa. <laughs> that, <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, uh, we forgot. Did we we forgot to mention one Leah that we actually had on our list? But where did Ra- you give five though? Yeah. No, they had all six. Yeah. I'm sure they got the one that we have. I'm too. sure they had all six, but yeah, yeah exactly. Because um, I'm the, sure they had a, the one that they didn't mention. It's the episode where Phoebe and Rachel go to to tell her father what happened and her father gets all upset and that's the one where Mona finds out that Rachel's pregnant but I don't know if they were dating before that but we did have Mona um we had Charlie because I think if you count quote unquote them go to quote unquote getting together in Barbados and then the episode with Greg Kinnear they were together for at least two episodes I can't remember what else they were together for um and then we had Emily because they dated for a while and they got married congratulations <laughs> All right, so in chronological order, Ross's uh, love interest, not counting random dates, it was Julie, Bonnie, Emily, Elizabeth, Mona, and Charlie. And in an amazing turn of events and some smart wagering, the final scores end up with Chris and Mike on top with 180 to Leah and Nikki's 170. I hate the freaking wagers. (laughs) I hate the wagers, too. I hate the wagers too, just not tonight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> we're going to eat so much crow for this. Oh my gosh. How did you not know we were going to go all in? We did. We did know we were going to go in. We just didn't think you'd get it right. Well, <laughs> you should have bet enough to cover us because if we went all in and got it wrong, we would have bid zero. Well, we did, but we were guessing that we were going to get that first question right. Because that was the thing is that the, the categories, it we doesn't, didn't have, It doesn't matter. If we go all we in. We had enough to cover you if you had gotten it right. But the problem was that we got it wrong. We got a question wrong, so we lost those points. I get it. I get it. Oh, that yeah. Good, oh. Point. Good point. I I gotta I gotta say, Leah, I'm totally on your side because I hate it when I'm winning an entire game and then just it comes down to a wager. It's it's my trivia Achilles heel. The first Friends trivia we ever did at a bar at a thing, we lost. We were in first place going in, and there were like thirty or forty teams, and we fell to fourth because of the wagers Hold on that last. That wager round was I bullshit. That. Oh my gosh! I mean, I remember you telling me about that. That wager round was bullshit though, because the wager round they had was you had to put these four things in order. And this was Friends trivia, and the final category was put these four movies that the Friends stars starred in in order from the date of their release. Right. It had nothing to do with the freaking right. m- And one TV of them we show. had never even heard of, so we were like, we just got to guess on that random yeah, movie, but whatever. Good game, guys. You guys outwon us with the strategy of the game or whatever. Hey, Mike, I'm going to tell you, the couch is going to be really comfortable tonight. I, I'm, all, I'm already uh, curling up. <laughs> Well, everybody, that has been another episode of the Pub Trivia Experience. We'll see if we get my wife back to the microphone to talk to me again. But uh, find us anywhere you get podcasts. Obviously, if you're listening to this, you know that. 
Uh, don't forget, um, rate us five stars if you're enjoying the show. Leave us a review. That'd be awesome. Um, and don't forget, hit that subscribe button. And I got some uh, some stuff to get through here real quick. Find us on Instagram or Facebook at Pub Trivia Experience on Twitter at Pub Trivia Pod. And don't forget, we have two other shows under the PTE banner that you may want to listen to. If you're into movies at all, we have a new podcast called Recast That. That is the podcast where we take people who love movies and television shows and we make them the casting directors in their remakes. Also, catch us on our newest podcast, Boozy Bracketology, where each month we will take a March Madness style bracket for any type of topic you can think of, and we will limit it till we crown a champion. So far, we have done. In August, you heard our Disney bracket. In September, you heard the best comic book movie ever made. In October, Mike, myself, Stephen, Mario, and Sarah sit down to find out what the best sports movie of all time is. You And Nikki. Oh my god. It's okay. <laughs> no, it's not Nikki. I'm so sorry. Oh. We're kind of one team on that. Yeah, one. we're we 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 had to come to a joint opinion on on that one. So, it 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 was a, it was a test of a marriage, I would yeah, say. Yeah. It was. But we are going to decide the best sports movie ever made. In coming months, we've got a couple of other categories we're going to go with, including the worst comic book movie ever made. Nikki is putting together a bracket for the best romantic comedy ever made. Mike himself is putting together a bracket for the best alternative rock song ever made, or the best 90s rock song ever made, or something along those lines. We'll see. We have got a bunch going on across the PTE brand Find us anywhere you get podcasts, recast that podcast, Pub Trivia Experience, or Boozy Bracketology. Kylie, tell all of our fans where they can find you. Yeah, you can find me on uh, brainwavetrivia.com. Um, I've got a lot of quizzes up there. Um, there's a free trial quiz you can download if you want to check out what my sort of tr- regular uh, general knowledge trivia nights uh, are like. I also have a trivia blog. Um, and there's fun mini quizzes up there about once a week. And follow me on social media. It's at Brainwave Trivia. I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter. I do daily trivia questions on uh, Instagram and Twitter and some other mini quizzes on Facebook. So I'm just always writing trivia. Uh, I'm always thinking about it. It's taken over my life in an excellent way. And I just like to share it with people. So follow me on those and love to have people play. And Kylie, are you still doing the uh, the trivia for bars that don't have uh, that don't want to pay for a host to come out? Where you actually write the game for them? Yeah, I've got a subscription service. I uh, have a weekly um, subscription service. Like they can sign up, and I send them a quiz every week. It's a full seven round, ten questions each quiz with a photo round and different fun stuff. Yeah, it's kind of the idea is that. If you're a bar owner and you want to host a trivia night, maybe you don't want to pay for a service to come in and actually host for you. You just want to do it yourself or have one of your employees get on the mic. Um, but it takes a long time sometimes to write trivia or to search it out on the internet and find it. Um, so yeah, it's like a monthly service and they get a new quiz every week and they can just do it in house. It's kind of a lot cheaper than a trivia service, a whole hosting deal. 
yeah, so I'm doing that. And um, hopefully when we get through this madness of COVID, you know, bars and restaurants will be kicking back up and people want to get out there and play trivia and have a beer with their friends. And I'm there to uh, write for those guys that want to play. And I'll throw it out there. Um, COVID's been tough on everyone, guys. And you've heard us talk about this on the show before. But seriously, support your local businesses. Um, you know, take out food, dine in if you dine in if you feel comfortable. Wear a damn mask, though, please. Um, but be safe out there. Support your local businesses. They need you more, now more than ever. Um, if you're in the Tampa Bay area, head on out to Tarpon Springs. Go down to Antelope Brew. Grab yourself a nice grilled cheese sandwich. Grab yourself a couple of craft beers. They got three new ones on tap right now. They just launched. You can find them on the Untapped app. If you're a local bar owner and you don't know how to get into the trivia scene, Kylie will help you. Um, it's a lot cheaper. Believe me, I've been doing trivia in the Tampa area for a while. It's a lot cheaper to go through her and have someone at your restaurant host it for those companies that are just kind of scraping by than it is to pay someone 200 bucks a night to come on host for you. That's a better bet if you're just trying to see if the trivia scene will work for you. With all of that being said... For the pub trivia experience, I have been Chris. I'm Leah, and I still need a hug. <laughs> Chris, hug your wife, damn it. <laughs> I'm Nikki. <laughs> I'm Mike, and I'm hugging my wife. <laughs> Kylie. And I'm Kylie from Brainwave Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I'm going to go hug my husband in a second, uh, and he knows nothing about Friends Trivia, so... He- <laughs> Uh, everyone have a great week. We will see you on Sunday with our newest episode. Bye.